Hello, everybody. Today's topic is credit scores. Uh, right here, sitting in the studio, I can feel collectively butt cheeks all over the world starting to pucker because I said the words credit scores. Here's what it is. What you don't know, it's going to freak you out. Anything that we don't have any information on, it tends to be super scary. Bum you out a little bit, be depressing. But the more you know about anything, the less that you're going to fear it. So unpucker your butt cheeks, folks, because today we have a true credit pro that is going to help you get in the know and crush your fears. Oh my gosh, how to buy a homies. That's the new name I've decided to call all of you, whether you like it or not. I am so excited today. You guys know, two years, I've been trying to find you someone that really knows credit. I've got today Jeannie Kelly. She's an author, a speaker, a leading authority in all things credit. She's been on the Today Show, featured in Huffington Post blogs. She's written books on the subject, but most importantly, checked her out. I listened to her. Homegirl knows what she's talking about. Jeannie, welcome today. Thank you for having me, David. I'm excited. I can't tell you, this is the number one thing that people who find my podcast are looking for. And, you know, probably one of the things is there's a misconception, kind of like with, you know, lawyers and car salesmen and uh, need I say realtors with credit specialists. So what's the difference between your company and everyone else who goes, hey, I just decided to start helping people fix their credit? Well, I mean, healthy competition. There's a lot of good folks out there in the credit industry. But, you know, with me, I learned the hard way. I had bad credit. And I'm going back 20 years ago. Yep. And the pain that it caused me feeling stuck, trapped, spending, you know, when you need it the most, you're paying the most yes. for your mistakes, right? And you have to dig your way out. And I thought I knew what I was doing and then realized, nope, I did that. It was wrong. It hurt me. So I basically, once I learned it, I said, it's time to share this. There's such an easier way once that you just need to know what you're doing. So that's why I started the company 20 years ago. Oh my gosh, you are speaking my language. And my listeners out there know, you guys know that's why I do this. I do this because I wasted $104,000 in rent in the 90s because no one told me I should buy a house. So understanding where you guys are coming from, and I know you're asking for it. So here's one of the big questions I get. I'd love for an expert to help us. Credit cleanup in general what works about credit cleanup and what's a, a common misconception about it? Well, one thing is I have never looked at a credit report without an error. So like number one, look at your credit reports. I know that people come to me because of wanting to look at the credit and, mis and negative things on there, but it doesn't matter. Even when we're going through the report, there's mistakes. So number one, you could be walking around with items on your credit report, hurting your credit score, and you don't even know. So that's one thing. And also, there is no magic wand. I know my name's Jeannie, but there's <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, you have to just do things the right way. There's things that, yes, I don't like to call them tricks, right? Because I want it to be solid. Yes. I want it to work. But if you know certain things on what to do, then you can clean up your credit, right? So there yeah. are things. And again, it's just, really looking at the report, seeing what's going on there, and not thinking that if you have bad credit, that it has to stay bad forever. 
people really, they don't want to look at it because usually we always want to pay our bills, right? We don't want to not pay our bills. So when we do, it's over something that's stressful. Could be loss of a job, a move, a health issue, a divorce. So it's just something that brings us down. And then we don't want to look at the report, right? We don't want to even think about credit. And, you know, but that's when you do have to, because there's things you can do that in the long run will help you. That is a perfect segue leading me into the next question, because I heard you answer this before. I've been regurgitating different things that I've been learning as I've been trying to help my listeners. You know, I've done a lot of first time buyers, but when I started the podcast, I really dug deep. That was great what you said that almost everyone, because I've heard 35, 55, 75%, and it could be anything. You know, it could be a utility bill from three apartments ago. That's something that I said. But I did hear you talk about this. I have so many people that are so freaked out about their credit, and you just brought it up. Do you recommend that people pull their credit on a regular basis? Because my listeners freak out about getting a hit on their credit score. So that's a great one because to get the free report and without it hurting your credit score, annualcreditreport.com. Go directly there. It's a sponsored site by Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. One website, three reports. You're not going to get your score. Okay. We'll talk about that. Your favorite F word, right? I stole that from you on a couple (laughs) podcasts ago. I love it. That was genies, everybody. The F word. (laughs) But you know what? Looking at the report, so it doesn't matter what score you're looking at, you can do this. It's not going to hurt your credit when you are pulling your credit report. And because of COVID, they are you are allowed to pull it every week until April 2022. Whoa. And so it's not like it used to be once a year or yeah. declined for credit. No, it's every single week. And why that's important for people who are buying a home is because let's say you're trying to lower those credit card balances and you're not sure, you don't want to play the guessing game of when the mortgage lender should pull your credit. You would be able to say, no, I definitely see on the three credit reports, my balance is updated. I'm ready to go. So that's why it's important. You can check it every week. Oh my gosh. Wow, gang, buckle in. We're going to get great nuggets like that. That's unbelievable stuff. And that's the thing people need to know. So annualcreditreport.com which I'm trying to remember my history. Did they get forced into that because everybody said, hey, or is that something they've been doing forever? They haven't been doing it forever. I can't remember exactly when it started. Yeah, it was a while but ago. It is, but you know what? It's happening now. So awesome. take it. it's free and it's a great tool. Even if you monitor your credit and have a service protecting your identity, I still believe you should still look at the actual reports directly looking at the Experian, looking at the TransUnion, look at the Equifax. You have to look at the details. I think so many of my listeners right now are much younger than me, and they're an app generation. And I hate being the old man talking like this, but you know what I mean, guys. I know you do everything on your apps, and I respect it. I'm trying to learn from you. But in this case, if you're just getting scores and you think you're fine, there, if you've never pulled it and looked at it, and you should even, like Jeannie said, continue it. Because you never know when another David Sedoni decides to go and get a bad credit report somewhere else and the name thing can happen, the old utility bill. So that's awesome. Okay. Talk about the positives of using revolving credit to grow. Because I've talked to them about authorized users, told them that's 
a great thing to do, but the revolving credit is tricky. So how do they use that to best improve their credit? So the thing is, that's where most of the time we start, right? Credit cards should be looked at as tools. Just look at it as a tool to get you to the larger item. Even if when you're young, you're not thinking about that house. Let's even think it's about the apartment, right? The first apartment you may want, you still want to have a credit score. So you don't have someone having to get a cosigner for that. So the credit cards have to be your tools. And they're a wonderful thing when you look at them that way. And, you know, I taught my daughter talking about authorized users. That's how I started her, right? She got her first job. I put her on one of my accounts and I said, this is just going to be yours. Save your gas receipts. She had a job at the library. She's like, she didn't want to walk in the gas station. I'm like, this is a perfect time to teach you more. She's always hearing me talk, but like one-on-one. So she used that card. She saved her receipt. She always knew the full thing had to be paid. And do you know, not until she was in college, she called one day to say, mom, I don't understand. Why does it say a minimum payment? She didn't even know anything (laughs) about minimum because I taught her the healthy way. Just you spend 200 bucks, you pay 200 bucks. You know, so that's how we have to look at it. And when it does come to your FICO score, though, they do like to see a small balance, like When we're trying to figure out maxing out the most points, if you have a lot of accounts that have zero balances, put a little something on them, spread out your cards, because 7% is that magic number. If you can use 7% of what's available to you, you will get the most points, you know, from the FICO score that we care about for home mortgages. Yeah, guys, I went deep on Jeannie and I looked it up and I heard that magic number. And, you know, I've given people different information on the show, but that's it. Zero balances. I think it's like over six months, they stop reporting it. I call it hibernation on your credit report, right? Oh, That's why I'll even, sometimes someone's one point away from a 700 and everything's so good, right? You're like, oh my goodness, how can we get and pull out that card you haven't used in a year? And you may see a few extra points. You know, everything, it's like you really got to look at everything because we want to have the best score we can before the mortgage. Yeah. And, you know, again, with the app generation, if you're paying everything on your phone, what's the difference between having your debit card as your tap to pay versus a credit card? Because you can do that. And then the next time you're sitting down, you just open the app to the credit card and pay it off. Right. Because like you said, (laughs) Your daughter didn't know what a minimum payment was. So do you pay it off right away or do you wait for that timing in the month to pay it off in full? So here's another thing. We want to know more about the statement balance date. When does my credit card kick out the statement? Because that's the balance they're going to report to the credit bureaus. So if I find out that date, I always want to pay it instead of a lot of times people will say, oh, I get my credit card and I pay it to zero, right? Or yeah, no, what we want to do is flip it around, flip it around and pay it 48, 72 hours before the statement gets kicked out to you. So it'll show a lower balance because I'm always using my credit cards, right? So even if I pay it, there'll be something on there within those 72 hours to have some activity. But again, before the mortgage process, if I'm trying to increase my score, I'm going to look at those statement balance dates. I'm going to say, okay, I want to leave a little bit of balance, 7%, even easy math, 10%, and I'm going to pay it then. So then that's the balance that's going to go onto the credit reports. So if you're getting those e-statements, you just got to go to the top of the statement and find out what date every month 
they send it to you. Now, a lot of these apps, you just go right in and pay whenever you want to, but you have to figure that out, everybody. Great tip, Jeannie. Do you have any other, because so many people come to me and in the mortgage game, it goes in tiers. You know, you get it. And I've talked to a lot of my listeners about going under 20% down, which means you get PMI because right now the PMI is so low, mm-hmm. but, but it's totally based on tiers. If you're 760 or higher, your PMI could be 50 bucks. If right. you drop to the 747, 2700, that 50 bucks might become $175 a month, just purely based on your credit score. So what are some other tips that you can give to our folks that they can start to do with, like you were talking about the authorized user and the balance statement date, what else? Yeah, because the balance statement date is huge. And also be careful about one of your first questions. They're scared to pull their credit. Well, be careful who else you are allowing. Because yes, the inquiry, and a lot of people get freaked out about inquiries. It's a big question. Yes, it'll be on your credit report for 24 months, two years. Okay. But it's calculated in your mortgage FICO score for 12 months. So do know that. And so that's very important. When you know you're going to be house shopping, just watch the inquiries for the 12 months. So that's something they can definitely do. Because it is different. It is a different score, right? That's something I've talked to them about before too. Like I've heard 25, 28 different credit scores. First of all, there's so many credit scores out there. (laughs) And that's the confusion. Because again, like you're saying, the apps out there, like Credit Karma, for instance. So they're out there and it's great tool, right? You're seeing information, but that's not the same score when it comes 90% of lenders use the FICO scoring model. To confuse everyone just a little bit though, FICO doesn't just have one score. There's many versions of the score. And so you're going to see, like, let's say you get your credit card statement and they say, we're going to give you your FICO score for free. That most likely is the FICO 8 score, right? So that's still not going to be the same score when going for your mortgage. The mortgage FICO's 2, 4, and 5, a little older score. So it is confusing, but... (laughs) So our scores have scores? Our Our scores have scores. We've got 2, 4, and 5 for mortgages. 2, 4, and 5. But the bottom line is this, David. Okay. I always say, know the game, know the rules of a game. So here we go. 35% payment history. Pay your bills on time. You will get the most part of that score. And also know time heals all wounds. So don't think because you had some late payments in the past that, oh, you'll never be able to be a homeowner. That's not true. But do know like today, you're not going to add another new late for next month and next month, because in the moment, that's where they hurt the most. The older they get, yes, they're there. Yes, it's part of that part of the score, but it's not going to hurt as much. So 35% payment history, 30% balances, and we're mostly talking revolving. I'm not going to say that installments aren't included in that, but you can pay off a car loan for 20 grand and you'll see maybe one to three points maybe of an increase, you pay that off on credit card, you could jump up a hundred points, right? So 30% is balances where you keep them. And then 15% length of credit, how long you've been using it. Authorized user, everybody. Yep. That's it. (laughs) And then 10% types of credit. We like installment and credit revolving and 10% new credit. And that's the part, the love hate. You know, because it's like, yes, we want you to get new credit card and add healthy credit, but not right in the moment before that large purchase. So 
always be on top of your timing with that. You don't need, the worst thing is you find the house, now you're shopping for furniture and applying for credit and you didn't close yet. And you don't want to be getting those new accounts. I mean, I tell people all the time because it can also affect on the mortgage side, your debt to income ratio. If you suddenly, I have seriously had people that are really tight and we get past the contingency or the condition period and they go out and spend 1200 bucks on a washer and dryer. And that $1,200 purchase, nothing even to do with the credit score, but that hits. But that's a huge tip for everybody. You don't go out and open your living spaces or, you know, Mathis Brothers or are those local? Does there, are those everywhere? Do you guys have living spaces on the East Coast? No. Okay. Well, it's a store. So <laughs> don't get a furniture line of credit right then because it can affect your score. That's awesome. Okay. So one of the things that really, I finally said, I'm going to nail down Jeannie. So I just kept emailing and calling until she took my call. It's persistence guys. But I told her my listeners are dying to hear because I've been hearing for a couple of years about being able to actually use your rental history for some good. Because I always tell my folks, let's talk about getting you a plan to buy a home, even if it's two years from now, because your rent's going to nothing. Well, now they're going to start reporting it. Of course, it's the government. So it's going to be slow. Now, I'm slow getting to you. Jeannie, you've been helping people do this for a while. Tell them about what you and your company does to help people report the good part of your rental history. Right. So, And there have been companies that have done this before, but they're not included in the FICO score for mortgages. So to me, Mm. it was never really helpful because, you know, That's what we need when we're talking about home buyers. So I work with another company that reports the information. It's just a tool in my credit toolbox, right? It's something that I know it works. It works on only two of the credit bureaus. So it is not part of the experience score. But when it comes to your mortgage and they pull the credit reports, they pull all three and they'll take, delete the high score, delete the low and take the middle. So if you pay on time rent, On time, we don't want to report when you know you're always over 30 days late. But if you're paying on time, the beautiful thing about this service is they can go back two years of payment history and put that on your credit report and have that calculated in your score. So I have seen someone who had no score at all, all of a sudden get a beautiful score because it gave them two years of history of an account. So from no score to a score, and that was done within like 30 days. It was incredible. Wow. Okay. So gang, part of the reason why I wanted to bring Jeannie on was to to give us all these fabulous insights, but also to explain to you, I know a lot of you guys out there are in the planning process. And a lot of times when people talk to someone about the credit, they're like, I'm trying to save for a house. I don't want to spend money someplace else when I'm trying to save. Well, think of it this way. If you have the PMI, like I talked about, if it costs you $200 more a month for 30 years because your credit score is too low, wouldn't it be worth paying $200 one time two years earlier or a year earlier and getting your credit fixed so you save that forever and ever and ever? Not to mention what could happen to your interest rate. Not to mention what could happen to everything that you have in your life that suddenly becomes easier and cheaper. So if you're in the early phases, I highly recommend that you reach out to Jeannie and her company because they can help you no matter where you are. You can look at your stuff for free. Talk to us about some of the programs and the options and the things that you help people with as far as getting their credit in better shape. 
So the first thing is looking at the report. Sometimes it's free advice and we're happy to do that. I feel you on that. (laughs) Yeah. So I'll look at a report and we can say, you know what, if you do this, this, and this, you've got yourself, you will have a better score. And then sometimes we have to roll up our sleeves and there's some work to be done and there's some late payments or collections and we need to figure it out. But, you know, it's all looking at the report. That's the main thing. And on my uh, Instagram, I have a free link for like a credit quick review, like of your score and what's negative on there. It's a little tool. I also have my book, The 90 Day Credit Challenge. It's for free. Download it. I have it linked until the end of the year for free on my Instagram, which is Credit Genie. So you can do these things yourself. I love sharing the information and for you to do the work yourself. A lot of times, like when I didn't have the money, there was no way I could afford to work with someone. And I wish I had this information. So you can dive in first, look at, and again, the number one thing to be doing today is getting your credit reports and looking at them. And, you know, get out that highlighter and you are going to find mistakes. Even if it's an address that's not correct, that should not be on your credit report. Also, I worry about identity theft as soon as I see addresses that don't belong to you or name changes. Mm-hmm. So get out the highlighter and highlight everything that is wrong, that you're not sure what it is, things that don't make sense, things that are different on all three reports. Why are they reporting differently? And, you know, start contacting them. And I do suggest the old fashioned way. I know everyone loves the apps and doing everything electronically, but I like sending in the, the letter right directly through the post office to the credit bureaus if there is a problem or a dispute you have. Yeah. And for those of you out there who don't know, this is how we've been doing it. This is the way that credit bureaus are used to it. Your app is a company helping you show your score. And even if you have the Experian app or the TransUnion app or the Equifax app, still the way that they've been doing it is is just if you need to dispute something and that's where you need the guidance and the help. Like Jeannie's very much like me. We're cut so much from the same cloth. And I say that humbly because you're the goddess of all things credit. But you can start with Jeannie. But if you are a year or two out, Go back to episode 19 of the seven-part series on how to financially prepare to buy a home. It's a seven-part series to teach you how to save money. Well, the first 5% of that you give to Genie and to a company to help you get your credit in place if you need to go beyond the free stuff, and then you start building your down payment. Because when we get to the end, if your credit score is 680, your monthly payment is going to be 100 more than if your credit score is 740. So it's all about backing the calendar up and finding the right people. I've got over 60 episodes in your ear holes and you can listen to me for a year. God bless you. Uh, (laughs) So Jeannie, thank you so much. We can find you at credit Jeannie on Instagram. I have so many people that DM me from Instagram. So I'm going to get all my followers over to you. Where else can they find you? Because you're the first credit person I've actually had on the show because I needed to make sure that my people got somebody super reputable. That is so awesome. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Great. I want to do this more. And this yeah. is my website. It's my name, JeannieKelly.net. And I do spell it though, J-E-A-N-N-E, Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y. J-E-A-N-N-E, Kelly. I will put this on the notes for the show and I will put it on my website. You guys have been 
two years you've been all over me about credit. Here she is. She really is. I hesitate to use that she is the genie because then you're going to spell it wrong and not find her. It's <laughs> J-E-A-N-N-E, genie, but she is a wizard. Jeannie, thank you so much for being here. Oh, David, thank you for having me. I'm just really so happy to talk to everybody to be a homeowner, right? Yep. So if we can help them do that by this education, then that's why we're doing it. I love everything about you know how you got into this and the fact that that was so long ago and you're still here. That touches my heart that this is really a mission for you and you've grown it. So it's not just one person saying, hey, try this, try that. You have a full company and books and that's so exciting to know that you're there for my listeners. So thank you so much. I'm going to let you get back to helping all those people out there. And uh, my folks, I'm sure, will be in touch. Make sure when you reach out to Jeannie, you tell her that you're a how to buy a homie. I'm sorry, gang. I'm sticking with it. I'm loving that. It was how to buy a home heads, but now it's how to buy a homie. So thanks, Jeannie. See you next I time. You. Bye-bye. Awesome. There it is, my how to buy a homies. Man, you know how much I really care about your well-being, and I don't do a ton of interviews because of that. Because I, you know, I don't want every poser out there looking to show you guys a product, come to me and say, hey, let me be on the show, man. My mission is to empower you, give you guys all the knowledge, the insider facts that you need. I want to help you guys do this like a rock star. So it absolutely warms my heart to know that Jeannie cares you know, as much as I do. She comes from the same place. I think renting can suck because it did for me. I went through it. So I decided now that in my later years in life, I'm going to help you try to avoid it. And Jeannie did the same thing. She truly and earnestly went through the heartache of being turned down for a mortgage because of her credit. And she decided to do something about it to benefit you. And you guys know it's best when you hear from someone who actually lived the pain. And what does she say? That uh, those who need it the most have to pay the most? It sucks. It's true. Those of you out there need to save and end that cycle that you might feel trapped in, you know, because it feels like you're stuck and you just can't do anything and there, there's no path for you. You feel like a one of those hamsters running on a wheel going nowhere. Well, we're here to fix that. And that was awesome. Jeannie was incredible. My favorite part of the interview was that even though she owns a company where her goal is to go out there and, you know, charge a small fee to help pe people with that. What's the number one thing that she talked to you about? Something that was for free. That's awesome. Who does that? Love her. Her biggest tip, the first thing she said was look at your credit report. Not your score, not your app, but your whole report. It's a big thing and it's free. And she gave it to you. And I've been telling people this for a while, but I love the fact that she reiterated it. It's www.annualcreditreport.com. Comes from all three credit bureaus. It's to help you pull your credit and look at your full report. It used to be only be able to pull like, I think one of them every year. You could get all three over one year. But now if you're listening to this in 2021, they got a COVID special. <laughs> Can't believe I'm saying that. If you're listening now or early in 2020, I think she said maybe till April, but you never know of 2022, you can pull all three once a week. That's the biggest tip. If you guys were listening right there, look at your report. It's free. Stop guessing. Start knowing. Get off the hamster wheel. These facts matter. I love that she said that she's never seen one report without some sort of a mistake. And even though her name is Jeannie, it's not spelled the same, guys. It's spelled J-E-A-N-N-E. But she is a genie, but she's not jumping out of a lamp and snapping her fingers to make your factual problems disappear. But she does help advise people 
by, first of all, looking for free at the mistakes on there. And if there are mistakes on there, then she might have some little magic to help you clean it up. There are great tips on how to manage your credit balance. That was awesome. What did she say? Oh, that is, she did say that was magic. The magic 7%. We all thought 7 was just lucky in Vegas and on those slot machines. No, it's a magic number. If you've got credit cards and you know you don't get that high score by paying it down to zero every single month. Too many zeros, in fact, in a row, they'll stop reporting to the credit agencies. And so that credit card's not doing you any good. You want to keep it at that magic 7%. And you have to know what your balance statement date is. That's the key. So look online, find out what day do they produce your statement, pay it down to about 7% a couple days before that. And using that magic 7%, your scores are going to boost when they report to those three bureaus. Once again, I'll remind you guys, that's TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian. Stupid knowledge you need to be an adult. And the most underutilized thing, we brought it up again. Don't forget about the authorized user. I love her tips too. work with her family that her daughter was started before she, you know, was even old enough to have, you know, an adult credit card. And by the time she got one, she didn't even know what a minimum payment was because she'd never been doing that. <laughs> so becoming an authorized user is the best way to grow your history, especially if you're young. You know, I've got 18-year-old listeners out there that are thinking about buying a home. Awesome. If you don't know a lot about this, Google the credit score pie chart. It's really simple. Just put those words in Google and take a look at it. You'll see credit history on there. And then you can use all these tips from Jeannie today to become a credit master. But Jeannie also said it best. You can't do it unless you know the rules of the game. How are you going to win if you don't know the rules? And if you do have some dings on your credit score, you know, it's just, not a magic genie. She can't make that go away, but time heals all wounds. And you've got all these other free tips to help you to help bring it up while you're waiting for that time. And as I mentioned in the interview, you know, if there's an opportunity that you need to do some cleanup and do some things, you know, sometimes spending a few hundred dollars, six months to a year to two years before you buy a house, doing that with a pro early, that time, not only does it help those other things go away, but if you clean it up six months before you go on, that time will also watch your score increase, increase, and increase. Look at me. I'm getting choked up just thinking about it. <laughs> Hang on a second. I'm going to have some water. How's that? Disgusting, huh? Sorry. Down the line, the things you do today, even if it means you got to spend a little money to do something, it might not be working with a credit specialist. It might be, you know, you trying to move some credit cards around, paying off a car loan, all those things. Those things that you do ahead of time, it could save you thousands, tens of thousands, or even, you know, in a big purchase, if you do something right at the right time, you could save hundreds of thousands of dollars by getting this stuff done early and getting the exact right situation for you, the best one that you could take advantage of. And that means that your home mortgage is going to be the best mortgage it can be that is going to help you because you will be buying a house someday. Now, not all of you are going to have to do any cleanup, but for many of you, not doing something with a trusted pro early in this process, it can cost you dearly. And you guys know, I don't bring anyone on the show that can't bring value to you on a journey in buying your home. Trust me, I could have had lots of advertisers on here. I, you know, lots of people up here shilling whatever they wanted to in between my rambling to you. But I'm not about finding people who just want to desperately want to sell you something. I only tell you the things that are going to help you with the most value. And 
our whole goal is just give you guys a leg up. So look, I've been listening to the pros the whole time I've been doing this podcast. I became an authorized user on my dad's card. Thanks to Genie now, I use all my cars at 7%, the magic number. And yeah, I even went on annualcreditreport.com and I printed up all my free reports. And guess what? She's right. I did find mistakes. Now my score's healthier than it's ever been. So follow the tips from Genie. You can go to Credit Genie on Instagram. That's credit, one word, Credit Genie, J-E-A-N-N-E. Don't forget the E in Genie. Find her on the gram. What does she say? You can get the free 90-day credit challenge book and a free evaluation of your credit. That's Credit Genie, J-E-A-N-N-E on Instagram. She's just so awesome to come and bring us all this this incredible free valuable information you know i figure you guys should just give her a follow anyway at the least right and if you really need some big help you go to geniekelly.net geniekelly.net and you guys know where to find me david sedoni on instagram how to buy a home group on facebook and davidsedoni.com or how to buy a home.com if you're really looking to dig deep and start your plan we want you to succeed You know, we know the best thing anybody to do is to have a plan. Do I personally think it should be my plan? Well, maybe I've been doing this a little while, but I don't care what you do. Just start a plan. You know, if it's not the right one, I'll give you some advice, but start a plan. Working with your credit, you know, while also talking to a unicorn realtor and then talking to a unicorn lender. If you're doing all those things at once, all that means is you can do this quicker and you can dump your rising rent sooner. Probably a lot sooner than a lot of you think. My goal is to help you thrive, to find out that this is a real possibility and start you adulting in a confident manner. There's a lot of information out there that's not great for you. There's a lot of people out there trying to sell stuff. And, you know, the great thing about starting this podcast and getting all my how to buy a homies checking in with me is we're in a position to make sure that right now you're getting good people out there who found a way to make a living by providing real quality service to people just like you who just need to be pointed in the right direction. So go ahead. If you're weird about being a user, be a user. Use me. Use Unicorn Nation, who's going to help you years before they ever get paid. You know, use Jeannie and her free tips. Nobody understands you more than those of us who have been there ourselves and are now trying to tilt the scales in your favor. It's a tough world out there. We want to help you avoid the crap sandwich life can be some days. And you guys are smart. Can you do this on your own? Yeah, you can do this. But now you know that you can do this with guidance from people who are in the know and have care and empathy and want you to do this the right way. And eventually that'll probably save you thousands, tens of thousands, maybe even hundreds of thousands of dollars by doing it right. It's time for you to get a plan and start doing this smarter and faster. Get off that stupid hamster wheel. It's not because things are difficult that we do not dare. It's because we do not dare that things are difficult. There you go. Philosophy from a guy in a studio in the middle of the night. I'm here for you. Jeannie's here for you. There's tons of information in there and other great people interviewed on the podcast because we know every single day we watch people do this. And if you're on the right path, trust me, you can do this.